Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, it's just you and I alone again. I know it's it's like one of those weighted blankets. It like cocoons you and you yes, feel comfortable, just cozy, and yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I love our guests. It's so much yes. fun having them. But uh, this is familiar. This is good. Yeah, and you have to babysit them a hair more than I do because you kind of <laughs> handle the. This is how you do this, and this is yeah. how you do that, so that we can get a good sound. And yeah, I'm a sound uh, snob, so yeah, yeah, I I do ask a few things. So. Um, Growing up in San Antonio, Texas in uh-huh. the 80s and 90s, there uh-huh. was kind of one person who was my hero. Do you have any guess who that could possibly be? George Gervin. Uh, close. So George Gervin's a uh, little, little bit of a checkered history with the booger sugar, uh, so to speak, but uh, <laughs> okay. David Robinson, yeah. actually. Yeah. Wasn't he 90s? Uh, yeah, I mean, Robinson was drafted in 88, uh, after, actually oh, drafted he? in 87, then served a two-year naval yeah. uh, obligation and started 89-90 NBA season was his first oh, season. Oh, okay. So, Gervin yeah, was for, pretty for much... Me, for me, Robinson started uh, 91 because I was out of country until 91. Oh, right, and, okay. So, I missed a few things. Yeah, yeah, you did. So, growing up, uh, I was a big David Robinson fan, and um, there was a, a, a rookie card of David Robinson that I always wanted as a kid, but Uh-oh. it was like the hottest card on the market at the time, and so I never, ever got it. And so now, I've got a few extra dollars, and I was like, you know what? Let me check and see on that card, and it's like $25. It's like so easily attainable. It's not All right. Funny. But I was like, you know what? I really want the experience I never had as a kid. I want to pull it out of a pack of cards. Oh. So, so I ordered a box on eBay of 1989-90 NBA Hoops basketball cards. And I got the box on Friday. And I have a pack sitting here that's unopened. I thought maybe we could open it and remember some of the guys in the pack. You okay. cool with that? Oh, yeah. All right. So if you remember, I'm just going to say the guys as I open the pack, as I go through the cards... And if you have any sort of anecdote or any re- remembrance about these guys, you tell me. And if you can't remember them, you just say, don't remember the guy. Okay. It's riveting radio. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, here we go. Let's see if I can get some Foley here. Can you hear that? I hear it. All right, good. All right, so let's go through some guys. Oh, first guy on the pack, Kevin McHale. Okay, the, the one from Boston? Yeah, yeah, Boston Kevin McHale, sort of the 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 what I remember about the Celtics was they they were the white team. Yeah, yeah, painfully Except white. They really only had like three white players. They had Ainge, Bird, and Kevin McHale. It was just that two of their best players were white, which was not super common. Okay, because you had Robert Parrish, you had uh, you know other role players. Yeah, Dennis yeah. Johnson. You had you had some other and guys. Dennis that, Johnson will always be a Sonic in my heart. Yeah, that's right. He he uh, he defected from Seattle. 
He did uh, over to Boston. Well, he he got he got whiny, so we we traded him uh, to for Paul Westfall to the Sun Phoenix Suns, and then he made his way to Boston. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, here's a good here's a good former Sonic, Dale Ellis. Nice big former fan. Sonic and former Spur. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Played for the Spurs, uh, probably early '90s, like maybe '92, somewhere in there. Probably when him and X Man got in their feud, and someone had to go. Uh, that's probably when he uh, yeah. got sent, shipped off. So he was actually an All Star for the 1988-89 SuperSonics. He scored was. 27 points in the All Star game. He was he was uh, money downtown. Won the the three point shooting title on All Star Saturday night mm-hmm. uh, in 1988. Nine and finished second in 1988. Yeah. So Dale Ellis, marksman. He's awesome. How about Utah Jazz Bob Hansen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that guy. Sounds painfully white. Very white. Very okay. white. Short shorts, <laughs> high Casper. socks. Uh, it looks like they're ponies. It looks like he's wearing ponies. They're not Ugh. Nikes. Uh, right. Yeah, it's it's a tough look. A bit of a mullet for Bob Hansen. Oh, he's a trendsetter because that was yeah. before. Yeah. Oh, he went to Utah. Oh, that'll do um, it. Um. Uh, for college, so All no, right. I guess that would be BYU. I would say, um, if he was if he was LDS, I was thinking maybe he was LDS, no, but no. They got Utah. some Utes. They got some Utes okay. uh, that are Mormon too. So yeah. Uh, white guy, heavy pack. Rick Smits, Indiana oh, Pacers. There you go. Mm-hmm. Remember Rick Smits, big Dutchman. Yeah, from from Holland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spud Webb. Oh, very fun. Yeah. Spud, little guy. Spud Webb is great. Spud Webb is great. Let's see. Um, let's Him see and Muggsy like Bogues were the two five, little seven. mission. Yeah. <laughs> there was five, a picture seven. I remember. Uh, Muggsy Bogues was dribbling against Manute Bull. Yeah, that's a great. I, I love Manute. <laughs> Manute's one of my favorites. He's a great guy. 5'7", uh, won the um, Slam Dunk Championship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 1986. Um Great. I don't know what his first name. It, it doesn't. Spud is his. I think it's Anthony Spud Webb. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, you gotta love Spud Webb. Detroit Pistons Finnis Dembo, which <laughs> That's sounds the like card. Yeah, it sounds like a <laughs> fake name that uh-huh. somebody from Dave Matthews Band would use. Right. Or someone in the county. They're like, Shit, we gotta we gotta finish out this roster. Uh, pose for this picture because we we ain't got nothing. Yeah, uh, Fitness Dimbo, uh, he was a rookie in 1988-89, and he scored 1.2 points a game. Oh. He was uh, he went to college at Wyoming. So, okay, um, don't that's no no mystery why we don't know Fitness Dimbo. Quentin uh-huh. Daly of the Clippers. Okay, all right. Don't know him either. No. Wayne Cooper of the Nuggets. Hmm. On the card, he's wearing the the Nuggets road jersey, which was. The like blue with the rainbow sort of uh-huh. over the skyline of Denver, which is an underrated great jersey of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a guy, here's a guy I remember. I remember this guy fondly, Terry Cummings. Oh yeah. Now in this picture, Terry Cummings was with the Milwaukee Bucks, mm-hmm. but he uh he played for a few years with David Robinson in San Antonio. Um mm-hmm. really kind of a stretch four, a a a, a a tall guy who could play power forward, but also shoot well from the outside. Sort of a mm-hmm. prototypical, would really fit in now. He's 6'9", um, shot the ball really well from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, averaged over 20 points a game for his career. Underrated? Yeah, yeah. Derek Smith of the 76ers. 
All right. I don't remember this guy. <laughs> no. Kevin Edwards of the Heat. Hmm. Was that the first year the Heat were Yes, existing? this is the inaugural year okay. of the Miami Heat. All right. The Miami Heat, the Charlotte Hornets, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I believe the Orlando Magic were all four debuted mm-hmm. in the same year. Okay. Um, Tim Perry of the Phoenix Suns. I have a Tim Perry story. Do you? I, <laughs> when wow. I was a kid, okay. my brother-in-law, who was older, would take me to games. Okay. Um, and they were in downtown San Antonio. And so we'd usually go eat somewhere in downtown San Antonio. And I'd be like 11 or 12 or 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So we would go to Hooters on the of Riverwalk. Nice. And one night there, we ran into Tim Perry. And I can't remember who the other guy he was with. But I've met Tim Perry. Somewhere I had Tim Perry's autograph on hmm. a Hooters menu. Nice. Please do not report this to Child Protective Services. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You were, you were living out every 11-year-old's dream. A hundred percent. Where oh else would meeting an NBA player at a Hooters I mean, when you're you get, 13 years old is... is it's a twofer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave Corzine of the Chicago Bulls. Another white guy. So we've had several white guys in this pack. Hmm. I don't this remember pack, this guy. This pack sounds racist. But Dave Corzine um, is a white guy. He's got a mustache and short hair. He does look like he would. He does not look like a basketball player, although he is 6'11", so take that out. It sounds he like does, a convicted pedophile. Yeah, no, he looks like he's on the <laughs> Chicago police force. Okay, He's like a All lieutenant right. you know, for the Chicago Police Department in, right. in charge of vice or something like that, right? Okay. He looks just like a Chicago cop. It's almost like... It's almost like there was a gambling ring for the Chicago Bulls. The police uh-huh. were trying to break up, and uh-huh. so they sent in this guy as undercover. That's how much of a cop this guy this looks is like. Twenty three Jump Street. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Except they're trying to bust Jordan yeah. for gambling um, on the golf course. That's a great idea for a movie. <laughs> that would be. They go oh in the Hollywood hot, the hot tub time machine to go back to nineteen eighty nine to bust him. That's uh, too. Uh, oh man! No. All right, Dallas Mavericks. Morlon Wiley. It's tough when your name is <laughs> one letter away from being moron. Right. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I don't remember Morlon wow. Wiley. Um, he's from New Orleans, and he went uh-huh. to Long Beach State, and he scored two point two points a game in his rookie year, and that's it. Well, already. So lost to time, and and oh, this is actually. Arguably my favorite card in the whole pack. We already talked about him once. Manute Ball. Nice. One of my favorite players of all time. Um, let's see here. Oh, God. He just looks like... <laughs> Have you ever read the Book of Revelations? No. No. I've, There's I've, like the I've, I've four horsemen it. of the apocalypse. Yeah. I, he I'm kind of funny. looks like what I would imagine a, imagine a comic book representation of death to look like. <laughs> Because the back okay. of the card is printed on this like weird sort of '80s cardstock, uh-huh. and so the colors kind of get washed out a little bit. So you can really only see—he's so dark that you can only see his eyes. You can't really see facial features at all, and so it's just like a black face, but with only eyes is all you can really see. Well, alrighty. He's from the Sudan. Seven six. Get this. Seven <laughs> six. 225 pounds. Oh, man. <laughs> I weigh, I weigh, I'm 6'2. I weigh 196 to 198. Uh huh. And I feel beefy. 
like like fat beefy, not like yoked beefy. Okay. Yeah. I so basically add a foot and a half to me and only twenty six pounds, twenty seven pounds of weight. Mm-hmm. And that's what you would get. That's insanity to how skinny wow. that is. He went to Bridgeport. He was a second round pick by the okay. Bullets in 1985. And his son actually just got drafted in the oh, draft yeah? this year. Do you remember? Did you hear? He played at Oregon. Oh, really? I wasn't paying he, attention. His first name is Ball. It's Ball Ball. B-O-L-B-O-L. Oh, wait. No, I did run across that. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, he was supposed to be a top 10 pick, and then he slid to the second round because the medicals turned up some surprising things on his physical, like weird heart like, defects. Like like weed? Who would have no like heart defects? Oh, heart. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would have guessed the heart of a seven foot seven guy who uh-huh. weighs two hundred pounds didn't form correctly? I would have right. never guessed. Hmm. Well, I, I listeners at home, I hope you have enjoyed us remembering <laughs> some guys. Right. Um, we remembered some guys. I think we remembered more guys than we didn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Between the two of us, went down memory lane, and I'm uh, gonna, just... I'm gonna, I'm. Putting them together here. Alphabetically? We remember, yeah, we definitely remembered more guys. Remembered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys. We didn't remember one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We didn't with seven for seven. Oh, okay. So seven and seven, we were 50% on remembering guys. Hey, if so, I was a shooting guard, I'd call that good. That's great. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you enjoyed the segment of us remembering some guys, <laughs> maybe I'll pick up some Send- 1980s football packs and baseball or, packs and we can remember guys. Or feel free, guys. listeners, just mail them to us. And, yeah, uh, if you have any packs of cards, just send us, to, send we'll us the cards and we'll remember the guys. <laughs> <laughs> Lance, this is an advice show. A really bad one. Yeah. We answer your <laughs> questions. Hey, if we were 50% on answering questions well, we'd be great. Well, okay, yeah. But we're 50% on remembering guys. That's one one way to look at it. Uh, we Last half questions. Full. That's right. We answer questions. We find out all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any questions. Do we, Lance? Uh-uh. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the best segment on working interferences? Because we all know that remembering some guys <laughs> is the best segment on working uh-huh. interferences ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. I would love if we get Gordon Christensen on this show ever, uh-huh. if it uh-huh. ever happens, all I want to do is just remember guys with Gordon Christensen. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about anything else. He's I just want to re- all John Adams. Remember dental Thomas guys. Jennifer. I just want to remember dental guys with with Gordon Christensen. Yeah. GV Black was an asshole in dental school. <laughs> Gordon knows this to be true. <laughs> Question one: Kimberly asks, "I'm seriously seething right now. How would you handle this?" My hygienist comes to me and says, "I know we are scheduled to work on August 9th." But I have the opportunity to temp at another office, and they need me all day. We work Fridays <laughs> 7 to 12. I really need the money. Are you okay if we cancel that day? I had to compose myself. I asked her, did she expect me to throw away my production? She said, you don't have anyone on your schedule. I was so pissed, and I had a patient in the chair, so I sternly said, we can discuss this tomorrow. How would you handle this? I find it so disrespectful. This woman has worked for me for 13 years. I am empathetic to her financial issues, 
But at the same time, why is it my responsibility to solve her problems? She chooses to only work two and a half days a week because she watches her grandchildren for free two days. I say that's a choice. What would you say tomorrow if this were your employee other than take a guess what the next line is? Uh, go f*** yourself? Yeah, close. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow, Lance. I mean, this is a non-issue. This is go straight up. I mean, right there in front, in, right at that moment. No, it's, there's just no debating. Just because your schedule is light right now, I mean, what, this is a month ago or a month later. Right. It'll, it'll fill. In a month down the road. It'll fill. Ish. Maybe. Probably. Help me with this because I don't have children. Okay. Are there times that your kids just ask for something that's so astronomically insane that makes you like question what their judgment is about oh, things you may say yes to? So many times. This, this happens a lot. And so what do you say to your kids when that happens? What the hell are you thinking? Of course not, or whatever. Uh, we, we then wonder, for someone so smart, why, is, why are you so dumb? Yeah. This seems, this is such an outrageous ask. Yeah, it, I mean, if you if you're you have a primary job, that comes first. Not cancel a day so you can pick up your side action. I've been in conspiracy theory mode for the last few episodes, and I feel like I'm still there. Okay. Because I'm thinking there's something else here. Well, it does there, sound like a play. Yeah. Like, this is a play for something. Yeah. And I remember when I used to be really involved, and thank God I'm not anymore, when I used to be really involved with the organized dentistry, uh-huh. they used to have these, like, we used to have a, like an ADA new dentist conference that I would always go to. And it was like people who worked on the new dentist committees okay. for, you know, like whatever the Charlotte dental society or, yeah. you know, the, the South Dakota state dental association, whatever. Okay. And they would always have these courses and like asking people to get involved. And one of the asks or one of the policies or one of the sort of methods was like, ask for something crazy. And then when they offer you something in the middle, like something more reasonable, like then you're, you're getting, yeah. like, you know, then you're like at least, whereas if you, like, it would be like, Lance, yeah. would you be willing to be the president of the Washington Dental Association? Like, no, no. not only no, no, but hell no. Yeah. I'll be on a committee, but I'm not. And then like, that's, but that's really what you wanted right. in the first place was to be, yeah. get them on a committee. That makes sense. What could you... I mean, but that's the thing. I'm trying to figure out, like, what could she actually want if if she's asking for something this insane? Can we clear? Do you, I, don't I don't know. That's. I mean, what's I, that? What's the middle ground she's really seeking? Do um, you think she wants to get fired and get whatever unemployment benefits or something? come? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like. I've had a few people do that over the years. Because that's um, such an insane ask. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, we, so we're both pretty steadfast. And the answer to this is not only not, absolutely not, and uh-huh. never ask me anything like this again. Yeah, yeah. And that if you have an issue with this being your primary job, mm-hmm. then this isn't your primary job anymore. And well, and- in fact, this isn't your job anymore. And I've found people seem to think that uh, time served earns you uh, un- unreasonable asks. I don't care that she's been with you 13 years. That's still it a really no stupid— makes no difference whatsoever. Yeah. 
if Colleen, who's my longest standing hygienist, came to me and asked me something this crazy, mm-hmm. it would be like, if you would like to use your your time to take that off, then go through to take that day off, then you have to go through the channels, mm-hmm. which is you write it in writing to the office mm-hmm. manager, you find somebody to cover your day, and if mm-hmm. you cannot do that, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who asked me that, the person who just got hired or the person who's been with me for 15 years. Yeah. The answer to this is 100% not. Yeah, this, this is this is just a no-go. Uh, and this person would now be on very thin ice for a while while I kept my eyes open for other signs that they want to leave, they want to be, they want to sabotage so they can get fired or, or whatever the case is. Yeah, so if this was Texas where we are pretty, what's the opposite of progressive? Regressive? Yeah, uh-huh. Like you're in a super progressive state as far as um, benefits for termination, yeah. like part-time. You, you, like, you, you're paying out the nose no matter what. Mm-hmm. In Texas, I feel like I could document this mm-hmm. and fire the employee and mm-hmm. not have to pay anything. Nice. This would be high on uh, the Seattle protocol would be high on my list here. Yep. Yep. It's coming. I, I, I think I'm not even like it's coming as in it is in your face and it is time <laughs> in my in my kind of a, like this Just, to me is such a you might blind them. We are so not on the same page. So here's it. So let me go back. They need me all day versus a half day. So let's just do some basic math. Don't What's care. the average for a hygienist there? Hygienist? I don't know where the, I don't know where Kimberly is, but we're okay. there, where you're at. So this is a hygienist asking. No, no, is, no. This is okay. this is a dentist asking about their hygienist. So I'm just trying to figure out. Okay. Like whatever the average for a hygienist yeah. per hour is in Washington, and I'm going to average that with with I would say thirty eight dollars an hour, which is probably average for Texas. Okay, we're we're looking. People right out of school are pretty much asking forty eight an hour, and and many of them are asking fifty. Okay, so I'm going to do forty eight plus forty divided by two. Forty four dollars an hour is what we're going to use. Okay, forty four times four is one hundred seventy six bucks. Forty four. Times eight is three hundred and fifty-two dollars. So for one hundred and seventy-six bucks, whatever. I mean, like that's this person is willing to sacrifice all the goodwill she's earned up over mm-hmm. the year, over the thirteen years, for one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Mm-hmm. That makes me question her judgment. That makes me question where her mind is. Yeah. That makes me question literally everything about her. So she's a hygienist, so she clearly is not stupid. So this has got to be some ulterior motive, some ploy. That's so, right. That has to be it. Yeah. Because this is that's such an insane ask. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lance, can I have four hundred grand? <laughs> no, but I'll give you a hundred. <laughs> hundred grand, sweet. <laughs> no, but I mean, if that was a really- finally, this podcast is paying off. <laughs> No, um, yeah, that that's insane. No, Abs- absolute insanity. It'd be like it'd be like one of your daughters asking, like, "Dad, can I go on a three month vacation with my boyfriend, just the two of us?" <laughs> right, exactly. And you pay for everything, like, right? Not, 
in what world is that right? Like, do you think that will happen? Yeah, that, but, but really her ploy was she just wants to go on a three-month vacation. And since I'm not paying for it, I'm, it must be okay. Because <laughs> she asked for me to pay for it the first time. Now she'll, and then, she'll no, accept. Well, what if time. I pay for it, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Suddenly that's the compromise she really was looking for anyway. I know that you're normally the one that defaults to Seattle Protocol, but uh-huh. I'm thinking uh, I just sense such a disjointedness in thought process here. Uh-huh. That I think it's I think it's time. I well, sometimes think- the, the Seattle Protocol is a universal uh, correct answer. Yes. So it, it can almost work for everything. Just about. Um, I think you would be. I, I think at this point, the thirteen years is poisoning her brain. Probably. And 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 making her think she can get away with anything. Yeah, she's feeling enabled to yes. make some re- unreasonable asks. Whereas if you had a newer hygienist who was right out of school or, mm-hmm. or less experience, whatever, and less time with you, they would tread more lightly than this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Utter, utter insanity. That's crazy. I think the correct answer here is f*** you, <laughs> which is what she said. What would you say tomorrow other than f*** you? Other than? I think yeah. that's the right thing. It, that, w- that is the, yeah. Full on. Holy moly. Full, full on. Cripes, Kimberly, don't put up with that garbage. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Question two, Amrita asks, newest associate keeps walking into my setup op, sometimes with patient in the chair, to to take things she can't find. Been showed where things are kept, told where and how to get them, but keeps doing it. How would you handle this? Well, if this is happening over and over again, then... Someone clearly it's too stupid to remember where things are. I mean, it should I think be. it's just a speed. I think it's just, I think it's the, the op is right next door versus the storage closet is down the hall. Right. right. But I mean, you should, everything should be set up before you go. And if your assistant consistently isn't get putting it out for you, you should know, you know, they're not going to have those tips that I really, really, really like. I'm going to make sure I have them because she's going to forget them. And then we're going to have to have a talk about why do you yeah, keep forgetting him? That's part of my question. Why is the associate dealing with this? Why Why yeah. is it an assistant? Yeah. I'm a big fan of checklists. So if it's consistently being forgotten, then, okay, we're going to have it in writing, laminate the damn thing. And Sally, you need to read this every single time you're setting up so we don't do this. Do you? Did you hear about the – this actually happened in Texas with – a, a product that is near and dear to all Texans' hearts, Blue Bell ice cream. Did you hear about oh. this story? Uh, no. There was a girl who was on social media, and someone videoed her. She opened up the freezer at the grocery store. Oh. She was at a Walmart in Lufkin, Texas. And the girl is actually from San Antonio. Okay. She pulls out a Blue Bell. She licks it and puts it back, opens it yeah. up, licks it and puts it back. Because there's no seal or anything, I guess, on Blue Bell, which I've never okay. really thought about until now. Right. Well, guess what? Bluebell's going to be changing. Yeah, and the video went viral. Going up. Yeah, and she actually got arrested for felony food tampering. Good. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's a horrible thing, but like, well, holy it, it shit. spurred it spurred some copycat shit because then somebody else did something similar, and their mom got arrested because she was the one videotaping her. Yes, good. What these the all hell? these people are idiots. Yes, all these people are idiots. But hear me out here. Let's Bluebell challenge everything in your operatory, Amrita. <laughs> Just show your, just show, just make your associate stand uh-huh. right in front of the room 
while you do this, you just take everything that's in your room and just lick everything. <laughs> one by one. Uh-huh. Just lick it all. All the composite applicators. Uh-huh. All of the, you know, little wells for adhesive, all the adhesive, uh-huh. all the etched syringes and flowables and every compula composite. All you sit there and just lick everything. Uh-huh. Blue Bell no, challenge this. That, Blue that Bell challenge it. The Blue Bell challenge. This is a breakdown of assistance to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So while you're frustrated uh, with your associate coming in and things like that, the assistant's the one dropping the ball. Why is it? Why is the associate looking for stuff? Yeah. That's what I don't get. Yeah. There's nothing I get frustrated with more is when this, if it's the first time we've done it, second time we've done it, I, I'll be understanding and forgiving. We, this is on our, our 20th time. You, you should know how to set up for the operative, for the procedure, whatever it is. It's not that hard. Yes. And, and that's the other thing is the amount of, of it's, it's just mental energy. It's not so much the physical calories, but I mm-hmm. use the word calories as just sort of all of that sort of mental energy okay. that goes into it. Like the calories that get burned by an assistant getting up to get stuff uh-huh. during a procedure is is like mind boggling. Yeah. It, it, for everybody, because it just slows everything down. It pisses us off. Uh-huh. The patient doesn't know, but they would sit like they can sense the frustration, I think. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's just not efficient. Like everything needs to be within reach, uh-huh. within a five second reach that you yep. may need during that procedure. And so if these are basic <laughs> things we're talking about, this is a stocking thing. And but there's, so one there's thing the flip side. I mean, I had an assistant just recently that's no longer with me, Seattle Protocol, because she knew that I might be friends. So she put, she went the other way. She had everything she out. She hoarded. <laughs> she had it all out. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, then why do we put anything away? <laughs> you're you're doing an occlusal composite <laughs> yes. on number 14. Yes. And she has out copper bands. Everything. Just in case. Absolutely everything. Just in case. <laughs> um, one thing that frustrates me more than anything is when my rooms aren't stocked. Uh-huh. Because it's like, I'm out of the office like almost every Friday. Uh-huh. I leave early almost every Thursday to catch a flight. Uh-huh. There is plenty of freaking time in this office to restock when I'm not here. Yep. There's times when I'm speaking on a Wednesday at some place on the East Coast, which means I'm gone Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday. Like There are prime times to restock this office. Yep. And when st- when something doesn't get socked, so- ugh, Jesus, stocked. <laughs> That pisses me off. So this mm-hmm. is this doesn't seem like an associate problem. No. This seems like a freaking assistant problem. Yep. Why is the assistant not de- dealing with this? Yep. There's one thing that I ask for that consistently boggles my assistant's minds. Oh? And that's the Fox plane. And I get it. Uh-huh. So like for dentures. Mm-hmm. Love it. Except so what I do is I use a I use the Coist DFA. Uh-huh. As a fox plane, I just take the midline thing off. Right. And it's a basically what it is. It's a fox plane. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have... I don't put the the little white plate on it with the compound, and I don't do any of that stuff because I don't need mm-hmm. it. I'm just using yeah. it as a reference point. Mm-hmm. And so the, like, they, they have a really hard time understanding that those are the those are the same things that you can just basically deassemble a Coist mm-hmm. DFA yeah. and have it be a fox plane. And so I'll ask for fox plane. I ask for Coist DFA, and they know what that is. Okay. But if I asked her Foxplain, I've shown them 20 times, just hand me just the 
flat metal boomerang looking uh-huh. part of the Koist TFA. Uh-huh. And they just that that's one thing that they just have a really hard time with that one. Hmm. The good news is, is I don't do dentures very often. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't come up all that often. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's one that I do find the the jaw relations and and bite record appointment for dentures uh-huh. consistently not set up fully. Yeah. Because I don't it, do it. It's that a reps often. thing. Yeah. Right. It's if yeah. you're not yeah, and it I get it. That's what that's why the checklist is probably more paramount in those situations because that way you're not going to forget because you would have without it being in writing. We, I think we can all agree though. The way to handle this is just the bluebell challenge. Everything is bluebell. Full on bluebell challenge. It. Bluebell Please, all day. God, for the love of God, people don't lick ice cream and put it back in the freezer case. Oh God. I feel like we shouldn't have to have that disclosure, but that's the part that's frustrating <laughs> that we have to, that we're even mentioning this. Yeah. Right. I just Ugh. don't want anybody to think I'm, pro- I'm a proponent of that, but I think in this situation, well, there's a I think, time. I think I'm Rita probably understands yeah. that I'm tongue in cheek saying bluebell challenge. The funny thing about Bluebell is they actually shut down a couple years ago. Oh. Because they had they shut down for like they like furloughed all their employees for like two and a half months because they had a, a listeria outbreak. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. And there's one thing like don't mess with Texans Bluebell. Don't mess with it. Okay. Man. It's like a Texas thing. It's okay. Like a, through and through. Note to self. And like you would go to the store and there'd be not any Bluebell in the freezer case and like Texans were freaking losing their mind. Wow. Because okay. of this listeria. But I guess they finally so this is like the last thing in the world they want. Right. Yeah. After the listeria outbreak, like two what, years was ago. Was that re- two years? Okay. It's probably yeah, like I feel like it was two or three years ago. Okay. Recently enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff though, man. It's the best ice cream there is. All right. No, next my next trip. Oh, have you have you ever had it? I think I have. It's yeah. So Probably. I mean, I you know, it's I'm I'm obviously you know it's like like Whataburger and Bluebell like ride or die with yeah. those things. Okay. And so I'm you know I'm biased obviously, but but uh, yeah, Bluebell's sure. the best. Cool. Uh, Reddit user time to go home for me asks, <laughs> how likely is it to go blind from having bad teeth? How likely is it to go blind from having bad teeth? They actually repeated the same thing in the okay body of the post as they did in the title that was it lance how likely is it for them to go blind from having well mathematically so i'm a big i like stats i like data um, and math and um i'm gonna give you the zero percent chance hear me out okay canine space infection on both sides all right that gets so bad your eyes swell shut Nah, you're di- you're dead first. Okay, but I guess that's not really blindness. <laughs> it's not blindness. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the the cavernous space, the whole venous pooling and everything. It, yeah, there's there's stuff that can go on from dental infection, but I don't think you're gonna get blind before you die. I think my mother first. told me something was gonna make me go blind, but exactly. It wasn't well, I, I said, hold my beer, and uh, challenge accepted. Did you go blind? I can see so well. So if anything, I, th- I feel enhanced. I <laughs> I just remember one time I made that joke about like oh my mother it was in a it was in a dental economics article and it was something like my mother always told me something would make me go blind uh-huh. and I don't think she was talking about the curing light but it had something to do with curing lights I don't remember, I don't remember uh-huh. what it was okay and I remember writing that and thinking for sure 
they are not going to let me make a masturbation joke. Uh-huh. And this is absolutely going to get cut out. And I just guess the editor didn't know, like, didn't <laughs> catch it. Uh-huh. And so it was totally published. <laughs> and I was, like, so thrilled. Nice. That they published that. It had something to do with so- some kind of guard for the light so that, you know, you don't. Okay. I think it was called the Orbiter. It's this little thing that huh. like rotates is has like a counterweight, so it would rotate around the light, so they would always be between you and the curing light. Okay. And I think that the t- the lead of the line, the lead of the article, is something like, "My mother always told me something would make me go blind, but I didn't think it was a curing light, something like that." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so I just googled things that don't make you go blind. Number one, this is from just Doctor Google. Okay. Number one, the following conditions can impair vision or cause blindness in infants. Okay, in infants. Okay. Infections such as pink eye. I think they mean that, like eye infections, right? That's kind of what that means to me. Yeah, generally, yeah. Blocked tear, tear ducts. Uh-huh. Cataracts. What kind of old-ass baby gets cataracts? Wow. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, huh. Strabismus or crossed eyes. All right, you can go Amblyopia. blind from that? Amblyopia. What's that? You can go blind from that? I, I guess. Your eyes cross so much you can't focus on anything, maybe? Oh, all right. Okay. Amblyopia or lazy eye. Ptosis huh. or droopy eyelid. Huh. I, is that really blind? <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Yeah, I can't see. Well, yeah, because your eyelids are covering your eyes. Um. Let's see. And congenital glaucoma. Hmm. Which I guess you just have baby smoke weed at that point. That's right. Um, here is from a health line causes a blindness. Head injury is number one. Do you remember a book called The K? Did you ever have to read The K in English class? No, my, my I know what it is because my friends had to read it, but okay. I didn't. And on The K, this kid and this guy get marooned on this island, and he hits his head, and he goes blind. Really? Yeah. Glaucoma. Retinal detachment, hmm. uh, hypertensive retinopathy, cataracts, macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, retinal vascular occlusion, stroke, hmm. optic neuritis, chlorine poisoning, oh, strabismus, and it has a picture of a baby with crossed eyes, and I feel bad for <laughs> laughing at it, but I'm laughing at the baby with crossed eyes. <laughs> It's like the Gerber baby is not very smart. Is okay. What it looks like okay. intracranial hemorrhage. Uh, God, vertebrobasilar circulatory disorders, subanacroid hemorrhage, brain aneurysm, Tay-Sachs disease, eye emergencies. It's <laughs> number eighteen. Basal cell nevus, Edo syndrome, which I think is where you become the judge in the uh, Lance Edo. OJ, yeah, the yeah. OJ Simpson trial. Arguably the most famous Lance of all time. I, I would believe. I think you're right. But him who's or Lance a, who's Bass? Who's another more famous? Oh, who? Lance Bass. Oh, Lance Bass. Ooh. Yeah. 90s was a hot decade it was, for. It was a good time to be Lances. Lance. Yep. Between Edo and Lance Bass. That's right. Jeez, Bitches you had, you love had a Lance. Good run from like 94 to 96 with the uh-huh. Edo. That's right. And then like a 97 to 2000 and something with the the bass. And then he was gay. And then it was Yeah, gay. you know. Bitches love the lance. Sarcoidosis, <laughs> crab disease, which makes me wonder is there a goyle disease? Shout out to all my potterheads out there. <laughs> Albinism. That's number 23. Those are the 23 things. 
All right. Here's well. women's health, five unexpected things that can make you go blind. I, I've not read this yet. Early menopause is number one. Okay. Smoking is number two. Hmm. The sun is number three. I don't think the sun is an no. unexpected thing that can make you go blind. No, that's... I no. feel like we all understand that. Don't look at the sun. We all know it. We all get it. Dogs don't look at the sun. They know. Yeah. Uh, medications and contact lenses. You're doing it wrong. I, yes. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'm going to admit this to you, Lance, and I'm, I feel somewhat shameful. Okay. I tried to wear contacts once, and it was a horrible abject failure. Uh-huh. That's common. Uh, I, I can't touch my eyes. I tried it, too. I, I could. I just, just, I didn't like it. You don't like the feeling of it? No. No. It was a weird feeling. I, I can't do it. Yeah. It, it, it people just that seem, can. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, these people that can put contacts on and take them off like willy-nilly, like in a mm-hmm. car, anywhere, like that's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about the reps. I just don't want to go through what it takes to get there. Wow. I This seems a little alarmist, though. What do you think you'd have? So it says here, most contact uh, wearers have made the mistake of sleeping in the contacts a handful of times, mm-hmm. but don't make it a habit. Madhu says that sleeping in contacts can cause oxygen deprivation of the eyes, which will block the cornea from working properly, essentially shutting down your eyes metabolism Hmm. and potentially causing blindness. Wow. That's a little alarmist. Don't you feel like it's well, I'm no optometrist, so I don't, I know know. it's, this is literally something I know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel like for a dental infection to get so bad that it would cause, cause blindness they would actually die before that, or they I, would I, be in critical condition medically. I, I think so. Okay. I kind I, of agree. Yeah. I mean, you might have been going down the path to blindness, but then you did. <laughs> it's not a path I ever want to go down. No, no. Let's let's not uh, experiment and scientific method this one. All right. So let's go into uh, time to go home for me's uh, postings. <laughs> this is a good one. In uh-huh. the subreddit of college. Okay. What's better taking notes on an iPad or own paper and is using an iPad as your only device for class a good idea? Hmm. I think that's more likely to make you go blind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Staring at an iPad for hours and hours and hours a day than Probably, yeah. teeth. Yeah, I, um, I, I think so. Oh, he's really into blind stuff. In the subreddit of blind, this is literally the second post that comes up. Brain implant restores partial vision to blind people. Hmm. So really in to blind. This is actually one you could answer for him, Lance, in the oh. subreddit of France. Okay. Is it easy for a U.S. US citizen to move and live in France? Nope. It is not. No, it, it's to do it through the proper channels. They, because it's a socialized country, they're, they have limited resources to take care of their own, and they do take care of their own. They don't want anybody else necessarily coming on I mean, it's possible. It happens. People do it all the time, but it's it's, it's not easy. Okay. Do you do they have an equivalent of a green card that's made out of brie or something like that that you have to get? <laughs> it's called a cart cart de séjour. Uh, so yeah, it takes it's so much paperwork. Um, when I got mine, you know, I was there for two years, and so I finally got mine with about 
six months to go. Uh, they'll they have different reasons. If you're there as a student, uh, they're more likely to allow you in, but then it expires. If you're there and you're not, to, our, my card to say is yours because I wasn't there with a job. And so uh, I was basically promising that I won't take someone else's job away from them. So I was there visiting. So if you're planning to go there to move there and work there, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a lot of paperwork and a lot of time before the green light has been lit for you. But it's an orange card. Or it was. Orange. It's carte orange. Or actually, the carte orange is actually the name of their um, bus pass. So this, the stage door was the same color. So you can either work there or take a bus. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot Frenchman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, God, there's a subreddit called Health Anxiety, which okay. just seems like a wasteland of garbage. Yeah. Will you get toxoplasmosis and go blind <laughs> from being by litter in a trash bag or if you from the nearby kitchen or pizza within a pizza box? Huh. This. <laughs> yeah, this one's clearly, obs- you know, obsessed with their vision. Yeah. And uh, hates cats. God. And the subreddit of no stupid questions. <laughs> How does Windows Hello not damage people's eyes since it uses infrared lasers? Oh, God. I think that, that group that there are no stupid questions has found all are, of the yeah, stupid there questions. Are probably lots of stupid questions. Yeah. Um, holy God. This guy's really obsessed with eyes. Hmm. What do you feel like would be the best sense for you to lose? If you had to lose one. <sighs> Shit. Um, it's smell, and it's not even close. Yeah, I go for if, smell. Yeah. If you had to lose a sense, it's got to be smell. Fuck olfactory. Don't care. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to lose taste, and you don't no. want to lose eye, and you love music. Yeah. So you don't want to lose hearing. No. You can absolutely function 100% of the time without smell. Yeah, your taste you will be altered movie? a bit, but not much. Yeah, but uh, not enough to like no. make your life miserable. No. Do you remember the movie Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald? Yeah, I do. It's an amazing movie. It's, Love it's it. so underrated. Uh-huh. There's a scene, and they're like doing all these pranks. It's kind of the deceit, or the conceit of the movie is they're doing all these pranks. Okay. And they let a bunch of skunks out in this in this apartment building. And Chris Farley is in the movie, and it's kind of a running gag that he only has half of a nose. Okay. And uh, there's some. They let all the skunks out, and Chris Farley he has a line. He said, "In in the land of the 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 fully smelling people, <laughs> or in the land of the skunks, the man with half a nose is king." And it's just this like payback on a bunch of jokes that have happened kind of before that of him getting made fun of for only uh-huh. having half a nose. Dirty work is amazing. Yeah. It holds up today. Norm MacDonald is a freaking genius. He's he one is. of my favorite comedians ever. Love him. Love so him. So for some reason that made me think of Norm Norm MacDonald. All right. Okay. Well well, Lance, that's gonna about do it. Yeah. yeah. I am gonna make you pick a song tonight because yep. I don't remember whose turn it is. It's my turn. It is. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. And I didn't want to have to think of one, so <laughs> it's going to be your turn anyway. Okay. Um, hey, make sure to uh, rate. Uh, first off, share this with your friends. I'm sure you have some demented friend that you work with or went to dental school with or have a referring relationship with, something like that. Let them know about the show. That's how we grow the show. 
Rate and review us. How many stars would you like, Lance? Big fan of five. We talked about last time. Great number fives in Seattle Supersonics history. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was... And who was it? Stepanovich? <laughs> yeah. Or Vladimir Stepanya. Yeah, uh, Vladimir Stepanya. Yeah. Vladimir Stepanya yeah. was the best number five I could find in Seattle Supersonics history. That's right. I asked if you remembered him. You said he did not live up to my expectations. No. <laughs> Well, that was he was back right after we had gone to the finals and we were still a really good team. We just needed that one extra guy, that you know, big guy in the middle to take us over. And so he's a big, big dumb white guy. And um Yeah, didn't do it. If we had him in our pack of cards today, would you have remembered that guy? Yeah, yeah. Good. I like I like it when you remember guys, Lance. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Uh, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Instagram, at Winterferences. Twitter, at Winterferences. I can be found again on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. I took a week off of Instagram, Lance. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it's just so stupid. I it just is. hate it. I, I hate do. it so much. Same. I hate it all. Yeah. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. Lance, hit me with your song. All right. So um, it's the summertime. So my next several songs are going to be summer related. And uh, summertime and the living's easy. Almost. A little bit different. Ah, yeah. So um, do you remember? You might be a little bit too young. Do you remember a thing called Friday Night Videos? No. Okay. So back in the, in the early 80s, uh, cable was expensive, or it just was an added expense that my parents were not willing to purchase, and so I had no way to get my MTV. And so back when MTV played videos, exactly. I feel like we have to go back, yeah. to tell people that there was a time and place where we saw music. MTV would, in fact, actually play music. Yeah, yeah. So the M stood for music. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> so my parents were too cheap, so I didn't have cable, so no MTV. But after every Friday night, after David Letterman, for 90 minutes, they would play these videos, Friday night videos. And I was one of the, the nerdy kids that could actually program a VCR. So the clock nice. wasn't blinking 12. I could also program it to record shows that I wanted to record. And so every Saturday morning, my routine was I'd get up, go do my paper route, and then I'd, I'd wake Clint up and we'd watch cartoons, and then we'd watch Friday night videos. And You had a paper route? I did. I feel like we have to talk about that at some point. Okay. Okay. So Friday Night Videos, I came across, it was like 83, 82, 83. Um, there's a, this band called Y&T. You ever heard of Y&T? I have not. Okay. I think it's supposed to be like yesterday and today, but they shortened it because we're too dumb to, we can't spell. Spelling's right. hard. So Y&T is a lot easier. And there was this song called Summertime Girls. And every once in a while, it'll be like on a movie soundtrack. Uh, in the background, and just because it's a pretty decent song, it's a, it's hair band. This is your classic hair. It's not really metal, but uh, maybe the rest of their music might be. But this one song is just more of a just a really fun summertime song and talking about chicks making my world go round. Yeah, you can. Oops, sorry. I was trying to pull up their video. You can actually find the video on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, Y&T Summertime Girls. It does look like a 1980s video. There you go. So I discovered them on uh, Friday Night Videos way back in 83, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so 80s. <laughs> uh -huh. You have to watch this video. 
we have to link to this in the show okay. notes because it's absolutely amazing. Uh-huh. There, the, it starts off with a guy on the beach doing a metal detector. Okay. And he actually pulls the lead singer of the band out of the sand because the band is so metal. Yes, uh-huh. is, okay. is what that's alluding to. Okay. Uh, Y&T is from Hayward, California. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're still going. The year's active, seventy-four to ninety-one. They took four years off, I presumably to go to college. I would uh-huh. guess. There you go. And then ninety-five to present, still going. Yeah, they're they're probably doing that pub down the street, and uh... yeah. Can you name any of the members of the band? No. Dave Minichetti. Okay. John Nyman, Mike Vanderhool, and Aaron Lee. Okay. The list of past members is very long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they're still going, man. I'll be damned. Still going. Um... In on June, this is the most latest entry in their Wikipedia. On June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, New York Times Magazine listed Y and T among hundreds of artists whose material was reportedly destroyed in the two thousand eight Universal Studios fire. Oh, yeah, tough look for our guys. Y and T, very tough. Well, geez, Lance, summertime and the living's easy. Summertime girls, all of that. Um, enjoy your summer. <laughs> okay. From uh, Lance Timmerman, it's Joshua Austin. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin.